0: Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Pasatheia Powder. The following recordings continue the extra-legal tale of Lieutenant Sophie Green and Dr. Jane Gonzalez, two wild women from the planet of Cassandra and the secrets they discovered after the war. Last time, Sophie hand-delivered an other to the Allied Scientific Division, And Jane and Moreau disagreed over what to do with it. A very special thanks to premium patrons Cece Fong and Anonymous, who helped make this episode possible. This is episode 21 Fish or Cut Bait. Let us begin.
1: Someone should probably see what they want. Leave it. I
2: wasn't going to open the door. I was getting my comms to record
3: this. I don't even know what this is yet. Are you sure you want evidence? So now so. you're going to lecture me about acting How rashly? long do
4: we have? Before someone breaks down the door or overrides the code? Not long. Okay then. You. What's your name?
1: Is this a test? You've been calling me Evelyn Glass.
4: You have been calling you Evelyn Glass.
1: Because you did. In your head. These two have been calling me Subject Omicron.
4: What do you call yourself?
1: I'm not sure you can pronounce it. Try me. Very well.
4: Shit! Jesus fucking Ah. Christ!
1: Thoughts?
4: I'm just going to call you Omicron. Typical. Whatever. Anyway... By now, you can probably tell that all that firing was us dosing you with the Pasithea cure, which, in your case- Sophie,
1: I know all that. There's not a thing you know that you can tell me.
4: Great. So that mind thing is still-
1: Unaffected. How else do you think I've retained the appearance of this form? And your friend over there said you don't have much time, so why don't we cut to the chase?
2: Mm. We'll start with the most important questions and work backwards.
1: Nope. Not you. Not them. Her. Why? Because you feel guilty. And I feel safe.
4: That guilt isn't for you. Okay, fine. You want questions? How come you didn't eat me right away?
1: Why would I do that?
4: You know, tear me apart, stack the pieces of me up, decorate your ship with them. Seems like the normal other M.O. to be all wasteful and sadistic like that.
1: The others aren't like that.
4: Dude, peddle that stuff to someone who hasn't seen it. I've seen it. You're monsters.
1: Sophie. That's very rude. Okay. It would be just as much of a generalization to say that all humans value property over life and they're happy to kill in its defense.
4: Right, because that's a generalization. And you're, what, some kind of conscientious objector? Some kind of vegetarian? Man, you really picked the right outfit.
1: I'm just me.
4: So, you're saying you're not a monster?
1: No more than you are.
4: (laughs) Then boy, do I have bad news for you. Moving things along... I was in your head. So if you're not a monster, what are you?
1: Well, to begin with, I'm not a conscientious objector, as you put it. Those... ...who planned that attack were outlaws.
4: And outliers.
1: I don't know why they did it.
4: Sure, fine. What was that noise?
1: You're going to have to stop calling other people's languages noise, Sophie Green, or you won't get very far in politics. What the? That was our name. You call us the others. Oh my god. Are you getting this? Yup. I'm very ordinary, actually. I didn't even get my first standard until my second coming of age celebration.
4: Oh no, you're rich, aren't you? I have no idea what any of that meant, but it just so sounded like something a rich person would say.
3: Who fucking cares if,
1: uh, he... Uh, I correspond most closely to he, yes.
3: Who cares if he's rich? He's an other, and we're talking to him.
5: Right,
1: uh, yes, ask him about...
5: Ah! I would stand back from the door if I were you. Ah.
1: Sophie, don't leave we alone with them, please? I
4: don't think I'm going to have much of a say. Jane, Moreau, get on the ground. Omicron, hands on the back of your head. I
1: don't like this.
4: Yeah, well...
1: Stay on the ground! Do not move!
5: That's the fifth call. We still can't unlock Lieutenant Green's comms?
4: It's not an encryption key we're familiar with, ma'am.
5: Have you tried asking Eleanor Lopez? No, ma'am. Well, time to go right to the source. Amanda, update!
4: Subject Omicron appears to be unconscious, ma'am. It hasn't shown any signs of dropping its human guise. Green, Gonzalez, and Moreau are being held in Moreau's room.
5: Their room? All of them?
4: Moreau insisted. Their
5: cousin called, and as you know- Yes, fine. Green is Cassandra and Gonzalez is ours, so that'll fall apart in the hour. Exactly, ma'am.
3: Can I speak to my cousin?
5: Not right now, Dr. Moreau. Lieutenant Green! So glad to see you're enjoying your stay in the Planetary Strategic Alliance. You have a call waiting.
4: You think I'm just going to unlock it for you?
5: I think you're going to answer it, or I'm going to lock Dr. Gonzalez in her own room. Sophie. <sighs> Lieutenant Green, sit rep. Now.
4: The other was dosed with the Pasithea cure and communicated.
5: Burn it at Moon. To whom do I have the pleasure? Well, Raymond. May I call you Raymond? I'm going to call you Raymond. Ray, we have a little situation here. I think we'd better have a chat, don't you? Amanda? The door.
2: That
3: was stupid.
4: There's nothing on my comms, Jane. I wipe my messages now. Thanks.
3: Glad one of you learned something. Do not start. What do you think the odds are that Omicron is still alive?
4: You think they killed it? Ken? 70-30. Unless you can re-pass Othea, someone you've cured?
3: How should we know? We've never cured anybody before. We could be learning, oh, about 50 million critical things about Pasithea and the cure, and the others right now. But instead, our first real contact with an alien race is probably being shoveled into a body bag as we speak.
4: You're the one who pulled the fucking alarm.
3: Yeah, because I thought we were going to be eaten. I hope they didn't kill him. Omicron.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: (sighs) Fuck it. What's your out, Green? My out? Your contingency plan. The thing you're supposed to do if you get taken prisoner in enemy territory. Watch it.
4: (laughs) Withstand Median torture handsomely and heroically, mostly.
3: Seriously? You're not going to tell me? We're way past break glass in case of emergencies here.
4: I don't have one, Moreau. This trip was supposed to be a fucking package delivery, not a top secret spy mission. They didn't give me any Azuline capsules either.
3: Cassandrans, Jesus Christ. George, do you have an ounce? Obviously.
4: Gonna share with the class?
3: Obviously? Ugh. Jane, can you turn on The Princess and the Tardigrades, please? What? Now? Please?
4: Seriously?
3: Welcome to a magical world of- Authorization Papa Hotel Echo Romeo India Sierra. Stand by.
0: (coughs) Transmitted. Meet at the rendezvous point in three Median hours. Friendship and laughter. With my tardigrade friends, I-
2: I can't believe you had this all along. I I can't believe I
3: didn't know about it. It's not something I think much about, Jane. It's just an emergency exit.
4: What's your rendezvous point?
3: Can I trust you with that? Jane, can I trust her with that? Or is she going to stab us in the back because she can't hitch a ride home?
4: George, stop. What's your plan? This
3: whole thing isn't going anywhere good if the locked door didn't help you figure that out. So Jane and I are getting out of here. We have a plan. This is just an unexpected bump. I I didn't... I didn't make my decision yet. What decision? The decision has been made for you. Stay here and let Moon sweep you off to a Nemean prison while the PSA drags your name through the mud and buries our work for however long it takes them to digest Cassandra and Medea or come home with me and do something useful with the proof we have that the cure works. Those are your choices.
4: You are not going to Medea. Medea.
3: Oh, she's not? Where's she gonna go? Cassandra? Where she's also a
4: wanted criminal? You don't know that's what Moon's going to do with her.
3: (laughs) Yes, we fucking do. You're new here, okay?
4: I'm new? I'm
2: new? Oh, shut up, both of you. Stop talking about me like I'm not here.
4: Sorry.
3: George, where's the rendezvous point? The hotel infirmary on level fifty. All we need to do is get injured enough to end up there for a few hours, but not so injured that they take us to a real hospital. Okay. Three Medean hours. That's enough time to make a decision. Jane, no. Don't fuck with extra variables. Let's both just get fucking food poisoning and wait it out down there. Sophie,
2: I think you should punch George in the face. The mouth, please. God damn it, Jane. Is that okay
3: with you? If you must, but- Ugh. Help! Help! Get her off them! Help! <sighs> Do I have all my teeth
1: still? Jesus Christ. Mandy, I'm taking Moreau downstairs to make sure they don't have brain damage. You both, stay the fuck off each other or we're cuffing you to the opposite sides of the room.
3: Don't fucking forget! i remember.
4: Are you seriously considering this? Medea? After all they did to us? Do you think we're being bugged again? If we are, it's not on me. I threw all my clothes out the window when I found out they were compromised. Like, all my clothes. I stole these from Salazar.
2: I don't think we are. They didn't have time to do anything before they shoved us in here, and George takes precautions. When were you compromised? Was this after the trial?
4: (laughs) Yeah, I think it was at some point during the safe house era of my life. But don't worry. It was in my boot and it's gone.
2: Okay. 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 Uh, I need to think. I- one second.
4: What do you do- is that a notebook? I I just- I think I
2: left a procon list in here. What's on it? Nothing useful, because I wrote it before I had any idea things would blow up in my face again. I should have anticipated that, though. You would think. You would think I would learn. I'm astounded at my own inability to learn from experience, so I absolutely should have expected that my choices would be maybe go to prison again with a horrifically naked trial in the court of public opinion, or go be a refugee somewhere else. But...
4: but it's Medea. Like, look, I'm not a total idiot, I get what you're saying. I know this particular fork in the road is perfectly placed for you to step right on it and get the tines of the fork, like, embedded in your foot or whatever. I just think... They're assholes. They train themselves up from infancy to be these perfect little robots. You know they invented the fifth quarter tiebreaker on Medea? That is because everyone there is so the same that in their goddamn mandatory fucking sporting events, they get locked in this never-ending competition and... and also they're soulless.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're saying I can't go to Medea because of sports?
4: You can't go to Medea because they killed our king planted their ugly fucking flag on Kaios and Sapphos, took Azuline, stole years of... And they would totally do it again in a heartbeat.
2: None of that has anything to do with me. I'm not a Cassandran citizen anymore, remember?
4: If you go to Medea, I'll never see you again. So you can't go to Medea.
2: You were already never going to see me again. That's what I tried. That's (sighs) been the situation this whole time. We both maybe pretended otherwise, but... I knew I was never going to see you again when I left Mercy House before the Armistice. This is all just borrowed time.
4: But... There's Rally too, right? You wanted to find out more about... And you can't do that if you're on Medea. I'm not going
2: back to Cassandra. You know that. You know I can't go home. That's not... that's not the discussion. The discussion is... political. I'm not great at politics. I didn't even take speech and debate. I left all that, I don't know why Moon is doing this. George could explain, probably. I don't trust Medea. I'm not a child. But if I stay here, I'm signing up to either toe Moon's line and grovel for as many years as I'm still useful to her on the telescope at best, or rotting in a very cushy PSA holding cell while Eleanor Lopez excoriates me on the telescope at worst. That's what I'm looking at.
4: Okay. Yeah, okay, you're not going home. Just... You said you have some time before Moreau turns into a pumpkin. Give Moon one more chance to do the right thing. If Moreau leaves, and you leave with them, Medea gets the cure, and it gets the Pasithea powder, and Medea becomes the most powerful planet in the universe when it comes to standing against the others. This entire time, the only thing keeping Cassandra alive has been that we have Pasithea and Medea doesn't. So if you just hand it to them... I know how you feel, I heard what you just said, but if Medea can stand on its own two feet in front of the PSA and we can't, it'll be all, set blasters to stun, Cassandra is ours, etc. So, just one more chance. Not for of Valencia or the Crown or any of that bullshit, just for, um, home. Do You think my mailing address would shift the balance of
2: power between the Aurelian system and the entire planetary strategic alliance? I'm not that important, Sophie. Sure, I know how to make Pasithea, but so do 13 other people, and plenty of PSA and Median scientists have access to it now thanks to the Pasithea delivery system, and I'm I'm sure they've already begun reconstructing it, so I I don't think the fate of two worlds depends on whether
4: I go to the infirmary in three hours or not. So you're not going to give Moon one more chance?
2: Don't pretend like you're the political expert here. I'm in the dark, but you don't know what you're doing either. Or maybe you do. It's not like I know what's been going on with you. Maybe you spent this whole time working with Cullen and Blanc, and you've got a better understanding than... I, I mean, it's not like I've told you everything either.
4: I would never work with Blanc.
2: Sophie, we haven't been telling each other the whole truth since I stole your comms and left Cassandra.
4: It's been way longer than that. What I don't get is why you would pretend you don't hate me. I don't hate you. And why, having gotten so good at pretending you don't hate me, you would listen to that message I left you, see me here again, and treat me like I didn't grow up with you, sleep with you, and murder your best friend. What do you want me to say?
2: How do you want me to
4: act? What,
2: what are the rules for this situation, Sophie? I,
4: I want you to act like you understand that you have known about this for years and I've had days.
2: Yeah, Sophie, I have known about this for years. You want to know what happened two years ago? My best friend died. I didn't know how it happened. And then I got a call from my boss, who brings me into her office and says that a patient at Mercy House is asking for me by name, and I'm allowed to say no. And she tells me it's you, and I go, and then you tell me... You told me what happened. What you did. And you begged me to help you, and I did. And then you... You felt better.
4: And I went to jail. So why don't you hate me? How can you look at me? I already asked you all this!
2: I don't know. I tried to, but you called me, and I just... There was a problem to solve, and I... I don't know. Maybe I'm broken. Maybe I'm too... Tired to hate you. You didn't remember, so it was like it didn't happen. It was a nightmare that only I knew about. It was easier to just let it be a nightmare. I didn't have a plan. I didn't plan any of this. I just wanted to. You get it now though. You get why I have to go. Why I'm not why we're not even... You get it.
4: I don't get it. Not in my body. Not in my head, or anywhere else. I know it, but I don't get it. So, before you go, give me the cure. And then maybe I can understand.
2: Why do you need it, if you already know? I don't get how you know, but
4: clearly enough, why do you need more? Because I can't have the last word on my memories come from Agent Blanc. Because that bastard told me everything and now I know it. But I still don't remember it. And I should. I need to. Now that I know, I want to remember what I did to Evelyn. Not like I read about it in some book, but like it's part of me. And I want to remember what I did to you so that... I know it's a lot to ask. It was a lot to ask the first time. It'll hurt. I can take it.
2: Are you sure? I don't know if I could take it back again. You didn't think you could live with it before?
4: I don't know if I can live with it now, but I still want it.
2: I'm going to Medea. In two hours and fifty minutes. Do you really want this to be the way we remember each other?
4: I don't know how I remember you. That's the problem. Do it. Please.
2: Okay. Okay. Fine. What's one more bad idea? (sighs) Sit down. It'll take me a while to be ready. Injection was successful, 20 minutes elapsed. The patient is supine with eyes closed, and has reported mild nausea and headache, but no other adverse reactions.
4: Who are you talking to?
2: I'm recording this, in case something goes wrong, your doctors will need to know what I did. How are you feeling?
4: I've had worse hangovers after a night of- oh, that is not a good feeling, I don't like that. What are you- (sighs) Cramps? Like, all through the torso. Fuck.
2: Okay. On a pain scale from one to ten, you're at a...
4: Five. Okay.
2: What I want you to do is keep your eyes closed and focus on that feeling. The physical sensation of the cramps. What does it feel like?
4: It's like dozens of little tiny sadistic antimony miners are chiseling away at my guts and some of them got lost and wound up in my chest. Like they're knocking on a wall.
2: Okay. What are you thinking?
4: I'm thinking they need to pack up their lunchboxes and go home. I'm thinking about how my mom used to give me a little whiskey sometimes when I had a toothache.
2: How did that feel?
4: Good. Like it burned. A good burn.
2: How are you feeling now?
4: Um, it still hurts, but, like, it's diminished. Like an echo.
2: How are you feeling?
4: I feel like I miss my mom.
2: That's good. I'm sorry she's not here.
4: I'm not, can you imagine?
2: Focus. How do you feel now, physically or otherwise?
4: It feels like an ache.
2: Where does it ache?
4: Everywhere. Keep your eyes
2: closed. I want you to imagine that you're on a ship. Can you do that? In my sleep. I want you to picture what it feels like in your body to be there. I want you to think about what it smells like, what it sounds like. You don't need to tell me, I just want you to picture it. What do you see? What can you touch? What do you taste? How do you feel now?
4: Sick. Where does it hurt? It doesn't. It burns in the back of my throat, in my eyes. My heart is beating so fast.
2: It's dawn over a planet. You can see the sun cresting over the planet rim. What does it look like?
4: Like a necklace.
2: Like the sun is a jewel at the base of someone's throat. The blue band of the planet is right beneath you. How do you feel?
4: Happy. Excited. Invincible.
2: There are other ships with you. There's noise on the comms. What can you hear?
4: We're waiting for today's orders. Someone's wasting time telling some story about what happened in the mess hall last night.
2: Jackson's wife called and didn't know she was on speaker. She said,
4: When's your next leave? I bought the fancy handcuffs. Right there, in front of everybody. We laughed. How do you feel? That was so stupid. <laughs> like I'm in high school again.
2: There's an update on your comps. What is the update?
4: Medean ship sighted. We have to make a move soon.
2: Who's in command? I am. What are you going to do?
4: I'm going to lead a detachment through the neutral zone and penetrate the Midian line. How do you feel? Confident. What do you see now? Civilians' ships in the neutral zone.
2: They're not supposed to be there. No. How do you feel? Um... How do you feel? It's okay. <laughs> if you're okay. I mean, it's going to be okay.
0: Thank you for listening to the Pasathea Powder. This was episode 21 Fish or Cut Bait. Tune in next time to see what happens when the clock strikes 12. Lieutenant Sophie Green was portrayed by Jackie Hedeman, and Dr. Jane Gonzalez was portrayed by Molly O'Gee. George Moreau was voiced by Tim Briggs. Omicron was voiced by Ian Andrews. Director Moon was voiced by Lauren Grace Thompson. Amanda was voiced by Maddie Mitchell. The Princess was voiced by Anna Shea Gonzalez. And the PSA military official was voiced by the always game, Ian Andrews. Agent Cullen was portrayed by Antal Specter Narration by Frankenstein's monster, letting out an anguished wail. Original music by Annie Moriango. If you've enjoyed our little story, we hope you'll tell your friends about us. And rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. You can also find us on Twitter at Passetheapowder, or on our website, passetheapowder.com, where show scripts are available. To help us do what we do best, please consider becoming a patron. For bonus content and to support production costs, find us on Patreon, or to make a one-time donation, visit our Ko-fi. The Pasathea powder was created by Bad Wine Productions. Dr. Gonzalez and Lieutenant Green will return in the season finale. Time to go!